Welcome to our community. This is Saratova Beth. We're leading up to Chai Elul. Chai Elul is the day that enables us to step more fully into our relationship of oneness with Hashem. And once we do, and once we do, then we can fully express what our potential is in this world in bringing the light of Hashem to the world. These are all fancy words. Um, in simple words, uh, well, we'll see. Parshat Kisava. Parshat Kisava means, I finally came home. When I finally came home, Kisava La'aret, I came to the land. When I finally came home, when I finally came home, then that means I step into my fullest potential. So, fully coming home, Kisavala Arts means I've come to the land. I've come to, you know, Eretisha I've come to the land that wants to do the will of Hashem. I've stepped into my full potential, I've come home. So I'm fully me. Fully me in my potential rather than operating on the low, you know, our pretty low level frequency of unfulfilled potential. Let's say it that way. And then it turns out, the Arashta Gesatibha, turns out that this is my inheritance. This place of my home of who I really want to be, it's, it's, it, I'm not asking for some kind of a free gift. I, I inherited it from Avram Avinu. And so when I claim my inheritance, the Arashta Gesatibha, and then I settle into it, and then I really settle into who I was created to be, my home, me being my home and my 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 mission, my shlichus being my home, and then really settling that and developing it, then this is this is what we're here to do. How do you do it? It's not simple. Chayelo comes along in Parshas Kisavai and enables us to come home to that. So there's a command though in the parsha about the mitzvah bikurim um, that when you come into the land of Israel. Um, and with this, Hishli Maishal of Arasatira, Maishal Benu completed the Tyra, completed explaining it, and, and he completed the process of giving us all these brand new mitzvahs that Hashem gave him and gave us. And when did he begin? The 11th month, the 11th day, uh, sorry, the first Rosh Chaydish of, of the 11th month, Rosh Chaydish Shvat, on the other side of the Yardin. In the land of Maya. That's interesting. So here we have all these commands before we come into the land. You're about to go home. But before you get home, here's where we find ourselves in the Parsha. And what does Maishar Benu do in the middle of this scene? He turns around to speak to us and tells us about the whole Tyra and about all the mitzvahs and the bris that we have with Hashem. And what is and how is it said? Today, Hashem, your God, is um, commanding you. All the chukim, all the mishpatim, keep them, do them with your heart and your soul, etc. And then it says, keep all the mitzvahs that I'm commanding you today. Why? And what will be? The day that you the day that you go over the the Yarden River, the Jordan River, into the land, put up big stones and write on them all these words of Tyre. 
So really also, we could say on a personal level, when you're crossing over into your full potential of the full you, of your full schlissus, we're going to go through this Yardane River, the Jordan River, so to speak, whatever that is, um, whatever that is in a, in a deeper sense. And we're supposed to put up these stones and we're supposed to write all the words of Tyrus. And it says, Shema Yisrael has Today, listen, a nation to Hashem Alekecha. And listen to the voice of Hashem Alekecha and do all the mitzvahs, etc. So, um, and then in the rest of the Parsha, this Parsha about coming home is speaking about these words of the drift that Hashem commanded us. We have a covenant with Him and we made it before we came into the land. Be- this, um, besides the bris that we had with Hashem at Harsinai, we made this bris, this new covenant, we are for you and you are for us and we're in this together forever before we come into the land. Maybe I'm just postulating that once you're going to step into your full shlichus and your full potential, maybe there's the potential to feel like I, I am fulfilling my full potential. And sort of forgetting how I the sense of I, perhaps, I don't know. I never stepped into my full potential. So perhaps the sense of I can become very strong. And Hashem is saying, no, let's make this covenant that you remember when, when you step into your full potential, where it's really coming from. So, you know, kind of a gift. Um, okay, so this, we have this command and this gift for all of mitzvahs. And when do we hear about it? After the mitzvah of You know, it's a, it's, it's a heavy demand on us, you know, all that we just said. Make sure I am commanding you, keep all these mitzvahs, know who you are, know where it's coming from. But before we have that, we have the mitzvah of How come? How do they go together? And not only that, when Hashem says, today I'm commanding you, it's a bracha that comes because we're doing the mitzvah of Bikurim. And one other thing, the bris on all the of mitzvahs is in the same parsha with Bikurim. And the beginning of the parsha is, um, is, is a beginning, um, Right. When you begin something, it's kind of like you're already doing it. So again, what's the connection between this covenant we have? We're going to do all the mitzvahs and Bikurim. So Bikurim, isn't it just kind of one mitzvah among all the mitzvahs? Like, why is that chosen? Okay, it has to be in Eretz Yisrael. It has to be at the time of the Beis HaMikdash. It has to be that we take the seven fruits and the best of the seven fruits etc. And it has to be at a time of joy. It has to be on a yantav, the time of the Chag. But, and the other one is this command of every single day do these mitzvahs. So one is very specific. Where, when, how. And the other one is just do it all the time. And then we have one more question. Why is it all called Tava? You arrive. You come home. Why is it all under the category of this is all about coming home. We said that the name of the Parsha means a lot. 
So Tava means, it, it really tells you what's going on in the Parsha. Tava means coming, arriving, arriving in the land of Israel. Once you arrive in the land of Israel, then you give Bikurim. You, you do the mitzvah of Bikurim. Once you arrive in your full shlichus, then you start to give thanks, and then you start to give back. Right? Then you, then you turn around and, and, and then you become more fully cognizant of how you got there. So, and since the whole Parsha is called Tavai, and yet, it's just a preparation to do all the mitzvahs in the land. Like, basically, the name seems to be saying, you gotta get there first before you're gonna do all the mitzvahs there. And, hey, you wanna do all the mitzvahs in the land of Israel? Well, first let me get there, then we'll talk. You need to arrive in a place and a situation where you can do the mitzvahs. And now the next thing is do the mitzvahs. So, Here's the, here's, here's the main point here. There's a chiddush in the mitzvah bikurim. Bikurim is a way of saying thank you. Thanking Hashem and praising Hashem. Right? We can say thank you Hashem. We know all about saying thank you Hashem. And when you do bikurim, you recognize that all these fruits that grew on your trees in your orchard, why do you give them back to Hashem? You're saying, Hashem, come on. We all, we, we both know the truth. These are really yours. You give them to me as a gift to use to bring more light to the world. We, we got it. We know that. So when I give them, so to speak, back to you, I'm basically saying they always were yours and they always will be yours. And and that means you and I are, so to speak, business partners. We're we're co-owning these things, this orchard. You and I are co-owners of this orchard. So it's yours, it's mine. I pick the fruits, I take the best ones, and I, so to speak, give them back to you. Because I'm telling you, I recognize it's yours, they're yours. And that's why we give the best. Um, and we thank Hashem. So, and we say all kinds of different things. But when we feel this gratitude to Hashem, or his chesed, we don't just say thank you. That's a general thing in a Jew's, a Jew's life. As soon as you wake up, you say thank you. Maidani. Our whole life. And all the other things we say. The brachas, my delicha, etc. All of these things, all the different brachas we say, and even among the nations, they know, they do have, especially now, the custom, a lot of people, to be, to be thinking about gratitude and thanking, they think, the universe, you know, whatever, but they're thinking about gratitude. 10 years. Kind of became a big thing. And so this emphasizes even more the known tire of the Baal Shem Tov, brought up by the Alter Rebbe, that 
creation of the whole world is renewed every single minute. And it's an unbelievable chesed of Hashem to every Jew, to every creation. It brings us to a deeper understanding that everything is from the chesed of Hashem. Except one thing. And we're going to come to this powerful point. The mitzvah bikurim is different. Because you're not just saying thank you. What are you doing? It's not just speech. It's deeds. You're doing thank you. You're not just saying thank you Hashem for all this produce. Amazing, amazing. You're doing thank you. You're taking the produce and you're bringing it to the base of Nigdash. To the place that Hashem chose to put his name. And you put it away for the ages for Hashem. That expresses the full understanding that Hashem to Hashem belongs the whole world. When you take the first fruits of all your stuff, the best, and you bring it into the base of Migdash. You're saying, this belongs in the base of Migdash. And as we'll see in a second, everything belongs in the base of Migdash. If gold was created for nothing other than, gold was really created for the base of Migdash. Gold is the template for the whole, for all physical stuff. It's saying, the fact that gold was created for the base of Mizzish is saying that all the physical world was created to be used for the base of Mizzish. That's its real place. So when you take your fruit and you bring them into the base of Mizzish, you're just expressing the truth. You're taking them out of the confusing frequency and bringing them into the frequency of truth, you're saying, what was this stuff created for? You mean for the base of Migdash. Oh, right, 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 right. How do you know? We brought it back into the base of Migdash. We're not just satisfied with the knowledge that everything that we have comes from the chesed of Hashem and the brach of Hashem. We put our money where our mouth is. We we say after I get all these after all these fruits grow on my land and they're mine so to speak they're really mine and all the money that I get from selling these fruits it's mine but it's not mine but it is mine but it's not mine but it is mine but it's not mine it's a co ownership. All the fullness of the of the land belongs to Hashem. But I get to co-owner, own it. And that's why I bring Rashis called Priyadama, the first fruit, the first and the best. It remains in the ownership of Hashem. And the Pu'ula, 
of bringing Bikurim. Lifnei Hashem Alakecha. You take these Bikurim into the base of Mizrach and you leave them there. You don't just walk in, show them, you take a nice photo, you smile beside the photo, and you walk out. It's not true. That's not what we do. We leave it there. And it brings us to a very, very deep understanding and a deep recognition. That what? We're here, what we want to understand and recognize and feel and internalize is that everything we own belongs because by bringing Bikurim in actuality, it brings out the recognition not only in our thoughts, not only in our speech. When we think and we speak, we're giving thanks. We're giving praise. When we bench, we're giving thanks. We're giving praise. We're saying it. But we're not doing it in, a, in the fullest sense. When we bring the Quran, it encompasses our whole Messias. All our Lubushim, our thought, our speech, our deeds. And we see it and we say and we think. And we do it with joy. So, so we are the quorum of the world. Like the Bikurim in the, in the basket. I saw your forefathers. Your forefathers were the Bikurim, the first fruits. And Bikurim is like Bikur, the firstborn. And Bikurim are Reshis Piyadama, the first fruits of the land. And we are the Bikurim of the world. We came before everything. The Kadmu Bikurim Lakol. Bikurim came before everything. And we came before everything. We are the races. We are the first, first fruits of the world. We're before the world. We came before the world. Hashem came to us and said, Hey guys, you think we should create a world? Now, Hashem didn't say, Hey guys, but so to speak. If He had to come to us, and say, what do you think? Should we create a world? That means before there was a world, there was us. So we are before the world. And in order to create a world, we had to come from a place. As co-creators, we're from higher than the world. So we're before the world, and we're higher than the world. The thought of the Jew comes before everything. And you know, gracious the world was created for the Yid, who are called Reishis Tuasa, first fruits. And that doesn't only apply to Nisham Yisrael, above, or in general, Am Yisrael, but every individual Jew, men, women, and children, because I'll say, every Jew has to say the world was created for me. 
Every Jew has to say that the world was created for him. And since Bikurim literally have to be brought in Yerushalayim, into the base of Migdash, same thing with us. Since we're the Bikurim of the world, where do we have to be brought? Where is the place? Bikurim belong in the base of Migdash. We're Bikurim, so where do we belong? In the base of Migdash. That's the real place of where we belong. Because the true Matthias of the Yid, as a neshama in a body, his godly neshama, which is a chelak elakami mamamish, Yisrael b'kushibrichu kulachad, we're one with Hashem. And therefore, every Jew, whatever situation he finds himself in, is connected with and tied to Hashem. And therefore, we have to find ourselves and put ourselves lifnei Hashem elokecha. Where do you belong? Hi, where are you from? Where are you, where are you going? Oh, that's so nice. What does that mean? Where, what does, where is this? Close to Hashem. What does it mean in an inner way? We're from the deepest inner paninistic part of Hashem. We're one with Hashem. Because even though the world, whole world was created through Hashem, but the world was created as a means to an end. What's the end? The world is a means to an end. For whom? For what? The world was created for us as a living laboratory in which to connect everything to Hashem. And therefore, the world cannot reach the Pneumius, the deepest level of Hashem. The Pneumius Arachim, the world comes from a more external place. It's a tool. It doesn't reach the Pneumius of Hashem. It's an external tool. Or the Pneumius of the will, the deepest inner will of Hashem. But the Jew, Yisrael, were Bikurim. The purpose is us, literally. We are not a tool to bring about the ultimate goal. We are the ultimate goal. The tachlis, the purpose of everything, is in Zegufa, us, ourselves, we, ourselves. To do what? I was created to serve my maker. It's a very subtle concept. We are the ultimate end goal. Because we have the capability of making Hashem the ultimate end goal. So you see, it's, it's a catch-22. So, that's what it means, you know, we're the ultimate end goal. Being the ultimate end goal means it's, that is created to bring about in us a greater bittle to Hashem. Um, um, and all the other things in the world were created for the Yid 
Why? All the things in the world were created for the Yid? Yeah. Why? Because you saw the Kuchibrihu Kulachat. Because we're one with Hashem, and really everything was created by Hashem for Hashem, through us, or with us, or in conjunction with us, or however it works. So since we're one with Hashem, everything was created for us to solidify that oneness with Hashem. Once we have that glue, that ability to be one with Hashem, whatever we touch can turn to gold and become one with Hashem through our Avaidah. And that's why we're connected with Lifnei Hashem, the Pneumius of Hashem Elokecha. Okay, we're going to sum up over here. Lifnei Hashem, Lifnei Havaya Lokecha means Havaya, Milashim Ahava, is Elokecha. Meaning, your Kayach and your Chayas. Every Jew, as he finds himself in a body, a neshama in a body down here. And this and 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 this comes from Shem Havaya, as is in Elokecha, Kaicha Vikhayukha, level of Bikurum. Everyone is supposed to say, Everyone has to say the world was created for me. And it doesn't matter which if it's this Jew or that Jew, but rather every single Jew, even somebody that's on a pretty low level, has to say, the world was created for me. And therefore it's understood. If a Yid is Lifnei Hashem Elokecha, it's that we want to permeate every detail of our life. A Yid needs to feel that every detail of his life is a detail of Bikurim. Not only when we're in godly things, when we're learning Torah and doing mitzvahs, but when we're involved in earning a living, Parnassah, and all those other things, you know, mundane things, everything we do belongs to is Bikurim. And they need to be done with the highest holiness, and elevation. With the spirit of this belongs, this thing that I'm doing, this thing that I'm owning, belongs and even if we're talking about one thought, one word, one deed, which seems pretty minute and insignificant, ah, that thought that word, that deed, eh, what is it anyway? But it's a thought or a, a word or a deed of a yid who's part of Bikurim that belongs in the base of Nezish, So every word, every move, every tying your shoelace or closing the Velcro, if you're a yid, belongs to and the explanation is since it's a part of a Jew's life and we are one with Hashem and we are not a means to an end 
but we are the kavan and the tachlis, we are the purpose of everything, it's understood. When we're talking about all the details of our life, every detail of a yid, every thought, speech, and deed, every minute in time, and every little dot of space that we occupy, that we walk, step into, wherever we find ourselves, even a small one, a small moment of time or a teeny tiny little place, this little chair at its, sitting at its table somewhere, you think, eh, how important could it be? It's all part of the Kurim. That are all leaf nation belong in the base of Mikdash. Every moving your chair backwards or forwards means these movements are not random. It all is connected to being deep within in the base of Mikdash. And this moment and this place, even if it's a very temporary moment or a very temporary place, in that moment and that place we have the obligation to say the whole world was created for me. Right now, Right here, at this moment, in this place. I have my mission in the world. And the whole world will adjust itself around my mission. Will solidify, will become fluid, and then solidify at any moment when I move my foot forward to the next step. It will solidify around my mission and be there to enable me to fulfill my mission. By the way, this thought was brought out by a very dear friend who a main should have a full Rafua Shlema, Kraiva Shlema, Sheremalkabas, Esther Chaya. That every single moment the world will, we need her here in this world. I mean, to be here, find this thing. Every moment that we step forward to the next step and the next step and the next step, the world reforms. It, it you know, it, uh, what's the word? This, you know, all the Lego comes apart and, the, and they all come together in a new formation every time we move forward to the next step. That whole Lego construction kind of breaks down and re, reconfigurates. What is it, you know, on the GPS, um, recalculating, reconfigured every single second. Every moment and every place. Because everything in the world was created for the Avaita of a Yid, every thought, speech, and deed. In this time and in this place, Gaska. How do we know? Yashem Mitzadeh Gavar Kanunu. The foot from Hashem, the footsteps of Hashem are prepared. He knows where we're supposed to go, where we're going, and He's preparing the way for us and reconfiguring the whole molecular structure of the world around our next step. And therefore, a Jew has the kayach and balabatashkait to create a change in time and space. Again, I'll repeat that. And therefore, a yid has the kayach and balabatishkai to create a change and a chiddush in time and space. Yisrael, the kadshenu, 
with money. We make the time holy and space holy. And the same thing with Kiddush of place. We build a shul, we build a yeshiva, etc. We make that space holy. Maybe you could say master or so. We make that space holy. And we make time holy. So we'll stop here and say, this is the amazing Kiddush of the current. That reality that we just said, that we move forward and the world reconfigures around our footsteps to be there available for us to fulfill our mission, our shlukas, deeper and deeper and deeper each second. That is expressed. Now, we're reading it. We're, we're hearing it and we're probably thinking, wow. So how do we put our money where our mouth is? We take all these things of this world that was recreated and reconfigured around my footsteps and we bring them into the base of Mizish. When we bring them to the base of Mizish, we are acknowledging the same thing. We're saying the world was created for me to do my godly shlichus. So the fullest. And it's almost like, you know, cook it in the, you know, the, you know, the kiln, the oven that bakes the, you know, you do pottery and you put it in the kiln and it bakes it properly and now it becomes solidified. So let, we take everything that we're given, physical stuff, and every thought and every speech and every deed, and we put it into the base of Mesa, so to speak. We put it to where it belongs. And what happens is that we're acknowledging that we understand the truth. That's what it was created for. Everything we have was created for that. And by bringing it there and having that consciousness, wait, why was I given this? To be, so to speak, in the base of Mesa. It, it puts us in sync with the truth. And that's what the bris is about. So, we'll try to continue tomorrow on Chai Elo more and see what this has to do with Chai Elo. E. Rotson. We find ourselves there now. Home, in the fullest sense of the word. In our fullest shlicha. In the base of Mezusha Shlishi. In a way, and as we said, it was for Shlema too. Shirmachavach, Esther Chaya. And Shantayim Masuka for all Yidden, Atuvanir of Anigla, Amen, in this year of Tashin Pe'alas now.